going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a game day afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the Electric Factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. Betwixt the pair of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest, you knuckleheads. What you should know by now is if you want to get involved with the show, you can get at us on the Twitter.com, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. TheBody. You know, we want your score predictions. That's our promise to you today. You tweet us your score prediction for tonight, and we will read it off before we get out of here. Arthur Motes, what's up, cousin? We got a big one at Heinz Field tonight. Yeah, man, I'm excited about it. I, uh, you know, was thinking about the weather tonight. And, uh, Don't you be going soft on me now. No, no, no. See, I, I'm just trying to figure out, do I go and prepare for the elements or do I, you know, support my brother and take my shirt off <laughs> while I'm in the stadium? Oh, I just don't know oh. which one I want to go with just yet, okay? I'm trying to figure it out. No, please, please don't take your shirt off. Please don't uh, take your pads off, throw you them sure? into the stands. I, I, I'm over here. I'm contemplating it tonight just for old time's sake. I, I, I Please don't. Please don't do that for me. I don't All right, know. fair enough. I guess I won't. I don't know what's going on over here. This recorder. All right, you know what? Whatever. We just we're just gonna have to do it. This thing, of Uh-oh. course, is giving me. Listen, new hey, studios, hey, hey. new systems. We're having. Oh, I know what it is. This thing's enabled that. Like, if we literally take a breath, it stops recording. Oh goodness, how do I get that to stop? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. These are the no. intri- these no, are no, no, uh, no. what do they call them? The uh, the idiosyncrasies. You know what studio here? All right, it's Ben Roethlisberger's okay. last home game. It's a game day. This is not the day to have this happen. It's malfunctioning, malfunctioning. Wait, I think we might be good All right now. Let's we'll be quiet for two seconds and see if it stops. One thousand one, one thousand two. That's not quiet. <laughs> Okay, I think we're good. Ah, uh, look at me. I, I, just, I just fixed another problem on the fly, Arthur Motes. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Exactly, man. Come on, let's do it. Motesy, you know, not all games are created equal. Mm-hmm. You were a professional athlete for a decade. You played college football at James Madison University. Go Dukes. You know what I'm talking about. Not Poor all fact. games are created equal. Yeah. For the athletes, for the fans. Regular season, postseason, all that stuff. But, buddy, we got a doozy tonight. This is going to be one um, that I think we're going to remember that we're going to talk about in this town for a long time. And I hope it's for a good reason as well. Yes. Because, you know, we we can say that, and we always say these things, especially on the hills of, you know, big moments, right, where we know whether this is the end of an era, whether we're talking playoffs or elimination-style games. We always talk about moments, how do you want to be remembered in these moments? And this is one where you're right. I mean, this is going to be very memorable for one or two reasons. When we're watching this game tonight, either it's going to look like, you know, the offenses will uh, turn the clock back and this team is inspired and they want to come out here and send seven off potentially, you know, into the sunset the way that he deserves to go. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to be talking about it in a different vein, saying that, whoo, yeah, we're glad that this era has officially ended because, man, this has been very tough to watch this season. But either way, like you said, it's going to be very memorable. But I just think of, you know, a guy like Pouncey, for example, right? Last time we saw him, last time he was in this stadium, the memory that we have of him in that vein, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not very savory. It's not the best memories when we're talking about that. But like you said, we're never going to forget that moment. And for Seven, I do think, man, this is a similar case for him. If he goes out here and lays an egg tonight, I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be talked about 
and it's going to echo a little bit more. Whereas if he has one of those Kobe Bryant type, you know, uh-huh. he just goes off regardless of how the statistical value plays out. But as long as it looks good and it makes us feel good as fans. Sure. Oh, man, it'll be talked about in such a higher light. He'll be held in such a higher regard. It's crazy how that dynamic is right now when you think about what he's been able to accomplish throughout his career. But that is the nature of sports right now. No, it, it absolutely is. You're 100% right. We, It's very weird how we do all of that. We so often try and write guys' legacies way before they're even retired. People did that with Sidney Crosby. People did that with LeBron James. Like, you know, these guys are 30, and you're trying mm-hmm. to write their legacy. It's like, hey, man, they're going to play another seven, eight, nine years. Uh, people did that with Tom Brady. Absolutely. When he was in his mid-30s, tried starting his legacy, writing his legacy, and he's gone and won another, what, three Super Bowls Listen, he's still trying to get that man up out of here. I, I, I'm I'm with you, though. I Part of me, like, I remember how it ended for a guy like Eli Manning in New York. Yes. Poorly. Not even close to a winning season I or mean, a 500 season. Got benched for Daniel Jones. I say, yeah, because... Didn't they, they happen twice? Was that once? No, it was the first year that it just happened. It yeah. didn't happen twice. It was just once. Yeah. You're right. And I, I feel like when you bring up Eli, the people don't go, oh, yeah, remember his last year, how bad the Giants were and how bad he was and he got benched for Daniel mm-hmm. Jones? They talk about the two Super Bowls and the epic wins over the Patriots and, and, and that and, you know, how he's a Manning and how he's top 10 in NFL history in passing yards. I... I do think some of that same thing would be the case with Ben if, if tonight, if these last two games don't go well. But but you know what? I don't know. When you lay it out the way that you did, it, I'm 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 coming closer to to the fence on that one. Well, and the reason I say you know the way it was versus trying to compare it to the Eli Manning situation, I think that not as many people bought into this narrative of Eli is an elite tier. Eli is you know the best quarterback in the NFL. I feel like he was always he benefited from the last name. He benefited from his brother, and he had two extremely successful playoff runs and two impactful playoff wins in terms of in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. And I think that really elevated who he was and his reputation. Whereas with Ben, Ben has legitimately been in these conversations to be the best quarterback in the NFL. He's legitimately a part of that conversation of an all-time top five, top ten quarterback. Legitimately. like We can nitpick it, but he is very much in that conversation. I don't think Eli Manning was ever there. So when Eli started to look more and more like Eli, we never really were surprised because we felt like, yeah, that's who Eli is. I mean, we think that, you know, he he's a good quarterback, but he really benefited from the name and some other things around him. And he and he played his best football in the biggest. Like there's something right, to be said but, for but, guys that play their best in the biggest moments. He but just he only wasn't. had two of those moments exactly. though. So it's he like never, I don't think a lot of people know this. <laughs> right. He never won a playoff game outside, outside of, of those that. two Super Bowl runs. Right. Which is crazy to think about. But that's he got two rings on his fingers. He right. only won playoff games in two years of his career. But ultimately that's why I do feel like when Manning when Eli started to go down the way that it went, it wasn't as of a it wasn't as much of a shocker. Whereas when you talk about seven, I mean Think about this, man. Seven, he was legit, like, in MVP conversations at times. You know, we're talking about 5,000 passing yards at times. Like, he was doing those type of things that Eli Manning hasn't even come close to at times. And he was doing them back to back to back to back. Like, we were just getting accustomed to that. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is normal. This is what it's supposed to be like. And now that it has taken a shift, I do think that when you start talking about why this season for seven is talked about so much more – it's because it looks so different hmm. than what we've expected and come accustomed to with him. That's why that's yeah, that's you fair. get the biggest issues when you're talking about now, do you want him back or not? 
the people that look in the now, they're like, not a chance. But the people that can't get over what he's done in the past, it's like, how could you move on? What if it gets back to anything right. close to that? Right. Did you not live through Neil O'Donnell? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that that's a great way to lay it out by you. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, let's reset here a little bit because I was a little flustered there in the first couple minutes. I kind of like when you're flustered, actually. We're in our new studios in a new studio. Ooh, bars. It's like. Inception studio here, <laughs> Arthur Motes. We're in a studio inside a so studio, bear with us but as, inside another as studio. We, as we figure this all out, uh, again, you know, you tweet us your prediction. We got a couple coming in. You know, I bookmark them when you send them, so don't feel like you have to double up. We'll get to those at the end of the show, usually eh, about 120-ish, 130-ish, when we get to those predictions in the second hour of the show. We're going to sing our Here We Go song. I got a special here edition. Here we go. A seven edition of the Here We Go song today and we'll do a little five star friday about 20 minutes from now with arthur motes he'll take us into the classroom give you the five biggest matchups that'll determine the outcome of stiller's brands tonight at heinz field motesy you will be there at heinz field tonight Burr, like gucci man <laughs> representing for your former teammate and what do you think those emotions are going to be like for you it's, it really does feel and, and we know hey He's, it's not like he's the only guy left on the team that, that, that you were teammates with. Correct. You, you got a really good relationship with Joe Hayden, with Cam Hayward, with, 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 with a few of these guys. Yes. Now the numbers are getting less and less every year. I'm about to say, man, I'm feeling older and older. I'm like, man, I like this guy. We're cool. We never played together, though. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> what are those emotions going to be like tonight, you think, watching, uh, watching seven for the last time at Heinz Field? You said my emotions, correct? Yeah. Man, um, hopefully I'm more coherent of said emotions in the first quarter, but by the time the second half hits and it really gets going, hopefully I don't remember anything. I'm hoping that it's just like, man, everything is <laughs> awesome. Chaos. And I'm just yelling, you know, just rage fest. That's what I'm hoping yeah. if, if everything goes according to plan because I've been told that that will help keep me warm. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's jumping what up and down and cheering. Yeah, and have yeah, a lot you, of reasons you gotta be fired up. I'm trying to be tell. fired up the whole oh, time. Yeah. But while you know the early portions of the game before. You know, the other variables start to kick in and become part of this equation of my emotional state. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to be excited for him, man, because it's not often that you get to control your narrative. It's not often that you get to dictate when you leave. And in a sense, he has controlled his narrative by him saying that, yes, all signs are pointing to this potentially in my last game. He's in the driver's seat right now. He's brought this hype around this particular matchup, this particular night because of things that he said and some of the things that he has not said in terms sure. of quieting rumors, right? We've talked about this in, in 2021 or now in 2022. Yeah, if you want to silence a rumor, it's very, very easy <laughs> to very do easy that to do. now. Yep. It, it is a, a click of an app, and yeah, you, just, you don't even have to go to the app. You go to a website. Tweet, so, tweet. You know, you sit, I am not retiring. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I still want to play. Yep. That's all you have to say, and that silences everything. But yep. His messaging, his wording, and what he has said and has not said has put a lot more significance on this game. So because he gets to control his narrative, I'm happy for him. And I do understand that with that being the case, that, man, he's going to be dealing with a lot of emotions. Oh, the closer yeah. it gets to kick off, the worse they will feel. But at the same time, for me, just knowing that I'm going to be able to be there supporting him in any way, shape, or form, I mean, for me, that's that's enough. Because I tell you, man, since when I came here, those four years, him being my quarterback, best four years of my life, <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially when you're talking about my playing career and things like that. So without a doubt, like, I'm going to enjoy the heck out of being able to watch him one last go around at Hines. But for him, man, I'm just happy that he's getting to dictate his exit. Yeah. You know, whereas, like yeah. you said, with other guys we've seen. Most guys don't get to choose do when, when it's over, when they're done. They're either kicking you out or carrying you out. That's what we typically say. You're either getting kicked out because they don't want your services anymore, or they're carrying you out because your body no longer can do it. 
it anymore. You know, it's just one or the other. That's just how it goes. But for the very rare few, they get to control their narrative. The very rare few that get to say, you know what? I'm leaving now. I don't want to wait for you to kick me out. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wait till my body breaks down. You have to carry me out. I'm right. leaving now. Right. To me, like I always applaud those guys because I do yeah. think that is very, very tough to admit as an athlete, especially when you're talking about being at the highest level. I mean, your confidence and your own abilities have to be elite to Sky survive high, yeah. Yeah. and thrive for as long as he's done it. Especially in a physical game like football. No question. And at one of the most mentally demanding positions in terms of quarterback. You talk about on-field preparation, off-field preparation. You talk about just the weight of a city at times because you are the face of a franchise. 100%. That's a lot of stuff to dictate. That's a lot of stuff to handle. Yeah. I mean, you come in as a 21, 22-year-old. You're not just the face of a franchise, Arthur Motes. You're the face of the franchise. The franchise. Absolutely, man. As much as Pittsburgh loves its sports teams, there is no questioning who sits on that throne, and it's not even close. And – Let's not act like Steeler Nation. I mean, the Steelers are one of the handful of biggest sports brands globally in the yes. United States and across the world. Sports brands, it's not NFL teams. Sports, sports brands. brands. It's Steelers, it's Cowboys, it's Yankees, it's Lakers, it's Celtics, it's, it's a couple European soccer, Man- Manchester United, yeah. Real Madrid. Like, it's up there with them. Like, They're this, top ten. This is a massive brand we're talking about. Yes, and to come in and be the face of that for as long as he's done, and obviously, yes, we know he's had some off-field transgressions, but to think about, you know, 20 years essentially, right, 18, 19 years yeah. being here, I would say that this man has done an awesome job at that oh. because it is not easy to do while still being able to balance the on-field part, the professionalism part, the different personalities. We we joked about it at the beginning in terms of the A-B scenario, and obviously we'll talk about that later, but you think about him dealing with a player like that and just having to balance it at times. Lifetime Achievement Award. Like, it is very difficult when you're thinking about certain things that he's had to endure and get criticized for. Some of it, he definitely deserved, but other parts, it's like, man, some of it's not warranted. Right. But it just comes with the job. It comes with, with the, the position. Yeah. And, yeah, to see him be able to handle all that and still have the sustained success that he's been able to have to this point and be able to say, hey, I'm leaving on my terms, I love it. Absolutely. I, it's, it's going to be very weird. We all know this. But I think especially if you are in our relative age group, if you are in your 20s, if you are in your early 30s, Ben Roethlisberger is about all you've known. Mm-hmm. I was 12 years old, Arthur Motes. 12 years old when the Steelers drafted Big Ben. I'm 30. He's been the quarterback 18 years of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not good at math, but I can figure this one out. That's more than half of my life. Yeah. 18 is 15 is half of 30. 18 is more than 15. He he's an institution. He has been for uh, for for Steelers fans everywhere. But like I said, I think especially for those of us, I remember Cordell. Now I've told this story about how I was at the 97-98 AFC Championship game between the Broncos and the Steelers, right with my grandpa. I remember Cordell. I remember Tommy Maddox. But, man, for for so many Steelers fans, Arthur Motes, for an entire generation of Steelers fans, it's been Ben Roethlisberger. That's that's the type of, of, like, span that you have when you have 18 years with one franchise and particularly one that is, you know, as devout and as obsessive and as psychotic and fanatic as Steeler Nation is. And I mean that in the best way possible. Um, It's... There's going to be a lot of emotions, and because of that, I I, I do expect the, the 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 joint is going to be jumping tonight. It's going to be juiced. It's going to be electric. Whatever, hey you, man, however you want to describe it's it. It's one of those ones you don't want to miss. 
Okay? Moats, you I, don't want to miss this one. They can't afford to come out flat tonight because I think there's going to be so much energy in that place, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. going to be so jacked up. If they have another first half where they don't score, where they're, they're three and out, where they only string together a couple first downs, where the defense is on the field for 20-some minutes – Everyone in that place, that energy is going to go down. It's going to be cold out. They're going to be freezing. They're going to be rubbing their legs a little bit. They're going to be looking for those extra hand warmers. If you come out and listen, I'm not being, I'm not asking for 21 points in the first half. All right. But if you come out, if you can score a touchdown in the first quarter, if you can have a Time lead. On now. You know, we, we're working on history here. Five we're, weeks without a first half touchdown. No, no, we, we already accomplished that feat. We're trying to get six. Okay, not one, not two, not three, Six not four, bird, baby. Come on now, okay. We got that one for the thumb yeah, last we, week. Yeah, we we trying to get the one for the thumb. We want six, okay. That's what we trying to get, okay. <laughs> one for the other thumb. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll catch up in the second half, but that first half, nah, buddy. We we better go scoreless. Come on now. Like there's there's been people there. T- I mean, Iris tweeted us. Been here tailgating since eight a.m. I drove. Past, oh no, that's like legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove past Heinz Field today, coming here, and there were people out there already. Yeah, for a fact. You've got to be able to capitalize on that emotion. Now the thing that concerns me just a tad in games like this, where we know the emotions are extremely high, and everybody is saying you got to do what start fast. My concern is that <laughs> sometimes. You blow that. There's a ba- there's a yes. fine balance, and there. you do have to find. And I just the only reason I'm concerned about it more so right now is because the team is young. We said right, certain teams they have enough veteran guys that they've been in big moments like this. There's they've not been a ton of middle class emotional on this, games, on this right? Team. It's not. There's not a lot of Joe Schoberts and Trey Turners. Exactly. It's a lot of Ben and Cams, and, and it's a lot and of rookies, rookies and guys still on their rookie deal. <laughs> so for me, that's the part where I just get a little concerned in the sense of Kendi or how are these guys going to manage their emotions, their feelings? Because Ben is the only guy that's going to be out there feeling that. You're in that locker room sure, with him. Sure. You're going to feel that. When he's speaking to you right before we go out there and come out that tunnel, man, it already hits. But when you see him and he starts talking tonight – and don't let those eyes water up a little bit because he understands that this is his last time addressing this team at Heinz Field as well. Man, those guys are ready to run through a wall. But the problem is if you can't contain it, if you can't channel it the right way, all it, it equates to you. is sloppy play. All it will equate to is a lot of hooping and hollering but not a lot of execution. And those are the parts where you're talking about young teams where that part becomes more of a, a, a issue. It comes it, – it, presents itself more at the forefront. And I do think with Coach Tomlin, he he is the guy that is capable of managing that at a high level. But it's going to be interesting just to see how these younger players respond to that. Because Ben, Ben's play, man, when you play in a Super Bowl, when you play in AFC Championship games, all those emotions you feel, yeah. trust me, you feel them. And it's one of those things, it's like seven, he's, he's felt this before. Oh, Maybe not to this full level, but he's felt Same these church, feelings. different right. pew, right? So he's going to understand how to handle it how to emotionally channel it cam hayward joe hayden those guys are going to be able to handle these situations yes. the guys that i'm worried yes. about are the guys with years four and under Kendra green <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean like just in terms he's going to be so jacked up he might snap the ball all the Al- way back Alex to PNC Park. Smith, like those are like yeah they Pat haven't Fryer had move. a lot of these yeah. type of moments at the nfl level and, and it's with their yeah. leader and you can't get in your head so much. I can't let seven down. I can't let seven down. And I can't let seven down. That you're manifesting because, a mistake. Because almost. what have those guys been hearing since seven has talked? You gonna let seven go out his last game? You, he got to get one his last home. game. 
come on now. We know y'all still got a chance to make it to the playoffs, and granted, things might not work out because however they played out yesterday. We need a Jacksonville miracle. But at the same time, it's like, man, you're hearing these things, and you gonna. it makes you want to press. It makes you want to force it. And that's the part with sports where you always hear, you can't force it. Playmakers make plays that come to them, but when you try to force it, you usually hurt it more than you help it. Yes. And those are some of the things that with younger players in big moments like this where it's so much emotion, the stakes are high, it's so many outside variables that you just got to – You typically you want veteran guys because you just know. It's a sense of comfort well, that been, comes been with there, them. Been there, done that, right? Right, yeah. right. and that's the part we're going to see tonight what these guys are looking like, what their mental makeup is because, yeah, you don't want to come out flat. You don't want to start slow against a Browns team that when they play with leads – they're a lot tougher to play against because they can run the ball at an extremely high level. So all oh, of those things, yeah, all of those things are definitely pressing starts, tonight. The start's important. Like it, it does again. Like I said, it doesn't have to be some whoa. Where's this offense been all year? But I this in this type of setting and in this you know with this type of opponent too, with how like you just said how the Browns like to play, it's got to at least I think be a one score game. You know for the first half. You, you, you you can't let Cleveland Three zip. you because you, you can't you you can't bank on doing the Minnesota Vikings thing right like they just if Cleveland gets a lead like that it's just going to be Nick Chubb left and right yeah, because now, Minnesota they abandoned it they, they like, did they're yeah, like all right more. let's let Kurt yeah. throw this thing so we'll rest up C- Dalvin C- Cook Cleve- and then, Cleveland are looking for reasons to just hand it off to Nick they they'll bring the Ernest Johnson in they don't Seriously. care uh, speaking of which Arthur Motes I um I need your advice I need the advice of Steeler Nation oh on a little conundrum that I have hey hey hey. Now you know me, Arthur G. Arthur Motes. Uh, Arthur G. All right. Okay. I was. You know, hey. you I, I was about to say genius, and I got a little too far ahead of myself. Uh, I got the, excited. The super one is down the hall. Okay. I was about. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, yeah. If he's the super genius down the yeah. hall, uh, you know me, Arthur Motes, boy genius over here. Mm-hmm. That's where I was going. I got a little excited, a little ahead of myself okay, okay, in my okay. own little joke. I'm in the uh, fantasy football championship game of my league right now. Shout out to you. I'm really upset because I was supposed to be. I'm in the constellation. Ooh, I got you fighting co- for bronze because I got caught in the COVID week. The, the the COVID killed me going into my uh my playoff matchup, and I was very upset. Then after that, everything else has been great. I mean, Jamar Chase yesterday gave me what seventy points, pretty much, bro. And Can I'm I just say- like, I'm supposed to be in a championship right now, but the COVID that 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 Baltimore week, yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah, it was not fun to you, boy, at all, man. Can I just say, Jamar Chase? My goodness. Um, he's a true bro. Other than the height, because there's he's four inches shorter. But, dude, he, he reminds me of Randy Moss. Absolutely. Like, Randy's four inches taller than he is, and that's a big difference. But it is. It is. The way he moves, the way he attacks and high points the well, football. I personally think that Chase is more explosive getting in yes. out of his breaks, whereas Randy had more of the, like, higher Just, end. Like, breakaway speed. Almost like a deer. Like, Randy it, Moss reminds me of like Randy a Moss deer. Randy Moss was a deer. That's a yes, great way to. He was a deer. Whereas, if you like, let him get moving the first couple yeah. steps, he was gone. That, that, that's that's kind of how I felt. With, like, Chase, he's kind of like that mixed breed of he has elite top end speed as you saw on the 70 yard that he had yesterday we pulled away from guys but he also has that he's short twitchy. area quickness he's twitchy. twitchy yeah yeah like i mean i've been a fan of him man uh me too i mean even watching that lsu I like and, Jamar Chase. and i am glad that he's vindicated right now because i know for me i was one of the guys that was big on i think that he's better than justin jefferson and we knew what Justin did when he first came mm-hmm. in the league and set a record himself. Those two both are sick. So to see Chase, because I was like, man, Chase was the guy at LSU. When they won the Natty, he was the Jefferson he was, was, the, was the Robin. Yeah. Right, and, and Jefferson was Robin. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. Chase set out, and people kind of forgot 
And then he dropped a couple balls right. in the preseason. And you're and like, oh, my oh what's going on? But to see it now and for him to not just break the rookie receiving record that Justin said a year ago, mm-hmm. but to do it in 16 games in 16 as well. Games, yeah. He didn't take that extra game, yep. which people would bring up, obviously. Sure. Now sure. he's going to add to the record, and rightfully so, but he broke it in 16. And to me, I do think that is a lot more significant than when you're doing it with that additional game, you know? So, to me, I did like that. But he's he's the real deal, man. Okay, Bengals. I, I, I crushed you for not taking Mr. Penne, for not taking Sewell. That that makes two of us. I'm not going to let you stand up there on your own. I I'll, crucified I'll, I'll, him as well. Hand up. That's on me. Yep. You guys know more than I do. I was 1,000% wrong, as I've said on numerous occasions. If I'm wrong, I don't have a problem admitting I was flat-out God-awful wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay? Me too. And Penny's, still, and Penny's still a really good Hand player. Up, that's on me. Penny's yeah. a good player. They're but, doing just fine. But Jamar Chase, <laughs> holy cow. We're not worried about any lineman. Yeah. You're the guy. Yeah. Okay? So here's my conundrum. Championship game right now. How do we get a Jamar Chase? I don't know. Remind, reminder, uh, or not even reminder, but caveat. I made it to the championship game last year and I lost. Mm. Right? So I had to watch the confetti get shot yeah. out, you know, while I was walking off the field sad. Back in the good, championship good picture, game. good though, for motivation. Back in the championship game, looking for redemption, Arthur Motes. Who was the last team that lost? Cleveland, uh, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers style. Mm-hmm. Lost in the final one year, back the next year. Mm-hmm. Like the 08-09 Penguins. Let's go. Um, the team that I'm playing, all their players are done. My team, everybody except for one player is done. Please. I am down 10 points, and that player is Nick Chubb. Oh, I do not like you. <laughs> Like I don't like me either. I do not like you at all. Am I allowed to root for Nick Chubb no, just to you get are 10 not. points? Oh, why would you do such a thing, man? Why? <sighs> why would you do that? I don't, I can't. Why would you do I'm that, gonna, man? Listen, I can't do it, Steeler Nation. Why? You should but it's kind of a him. win-win for me. No, you should just bench him. It's too late for that now. No, no. Just, just forfeit. I, bench him. <laughs> just forfeit. Where, tell, tell the guy you're Go going to Go sign against. Benny Snell and yes. replace him there. Yes, you got because the game hasn't started yet, so you still got time to make some roster moves, okay? Get Benny Snell in there. Go ahead and bench him, activate <laughs> Benny, or or you can go McFarlane, okay? Yeah. Or or, or Balage, somebody. Yeah, somebody. But you can't have a Cleveland guy tonight, bro. What are you doing? That, that's just so slimy. Like, I, what kind can, of guy would I let, be? Let me Nick tell you what I did. carried me to the can, championship. Can, can I take, I'm going to abandon no, 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 no. him right can, here. Can I tell you what I did? Because I, too, have shared in that kind of conundrum right Mm -hmm. because my quarterback this year has been Lamar Jackson my backup quarterback has been Ben Roethlisberger Mm. but I also picked up Tyler Huntley because Tyler was cooking so so I've been on the grind but you know what I said this last week and I even had Carson Wentz when you know Huntley was down and uh, and Lamar had COVID Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and Wentz bought off him yo boy Mm, not anymore but 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 going into this last game he did us no favors going into this last game because I know seven this is chat. This is chance. I said all those guys for him. He's my quarterback tonight, solely because of that. Now I'm down ten points as well, but I got. I also have Najee here, so I feel a lot uh, more confident. Yeah, you good. I feel good. You're good. I feel real good. But I'm gonna be selfish. I'm hoping for best of both worlds. All right. You can't be. Come on, man. I can't believe you. You. But I'm not. I'm Mitchell, not real, bro. No. What I'm doing is I'm hedging my happiness. No, you're not because because I want I want the Steelers to win and shut him down. If, if he gets his ten points. I can assure you, he's going to do a lot more than what you're thinking right now, man. And a touchdown in 40 yards could be 10 points. If he gets a touchdown in 40 yards, he's going to go off. We, this is okay. If Nick Chubb has a touchdown in 40 yards tonight, we're going to have a problem. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. 
I think I would. That's all he has is a touchdown but and forty yards. I think I'd sign up for I'm that right now. What I'm saying is that's not going to be it. You're saying my my hypothetical yes. here is is yes unrealistic. Yes, I feel like I'm it, not it, being pragmatic. I feel like touchdown forty is going to end at like buck twenty, probably two tutties. I don't want to see that tonight. Okay, what if this? What if he has like twenty yards in the first quarter? Gets, Hot start. You get some me? kind of soft tissue injury. Oh, comes wow. back in the fourth quarter. Oh, you are wild. <laughs> I like it though. <laughs> <laughs> all right so you know we want your tweets i want your thoughts on my fantasy football conundrum we want all your thoughts on seven and everything this, that's going down tonight why you only pick your team players or nobody in the division listen the standard is just a little bit different on the wv eulers okay come on man come on winners only 55 52 it's, it's, it's no it's no we're going in the division I know I told you my quarterback was Lamar Jackson. He's been exceptional for me all season long. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I know. But still, you got to be loyal to the black and gold. All right. All right. Down with Nick Chubb. Jeez. <laughs> Get all your tweets in. We'll do a little five-star Friday when we return. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Anybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler on a game day. It's your pre-pre-pre-game show on Steelers Nation Radio.